0: This is a headgum podcast. In eighty six, Anna Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time the baby club, club. Tanner Green Ring, as I live and breathe. As I live and breathe, Jack Shepard. Yeah, I never thought I'd see you again, <laughs> Shepard. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we're uh, we're winding our way to the end of this uh, series of books, Tanner. I know, I hate it. Episode one two nine, book one two six. Don't ask. Have about an idea. The discrepancy have an idea. in the numbers, baby nation. I have an idea. Okay, for what we should do when we run out of babysitters club books. Okay, for what, what our next project is. Yeah, I was going to suggest that I come to Austin. Okay. And we have a brainstorm about kind of where we go next and what we work on. Mm -hmm. And then after that brainstorm, we go lay in a field Mm -hmm. and die. Oh, okay. Yeah. And let birds eat us. Okay. That's good. And our spirits take to the skies. That sounds great. And then I just like, it's all I can really come up with right now. Because the idea of actually thinking about what we do next uh uh sends me into an anxiety spiral maybe it's time to let uh Michaela and lakeland take over maybe it's time to send our spirits to the sky yeah Bibby nation k- yeah uh t minus what six t minus five no, no. you always have the number of books wrong because it's How only many books 131 are books is it yeah t so t this five. is one two six after this one we have one two three four five books Whoops! Maybe Anne'll fucking swoop in and pen another one. I mean, we can read the Friends forever, and I think we should. I won't. They are canon. We'll talk Jack. about it later. We'll talk about it later off the mic. Um, canon. The club is falling apart, man. What club? Babysitters. What club? He asks. What fucking club do you fucking think I'm for the I'm love from, of God? Did you say babysitters? Yeah, the babysitters not club. Familiar. You're not familiar with the Babysitters Club. Are you talking about Smee and Sarah and Mallory? That club? I don't think they really have a name, but I guess we would call them like the. Oh, I see. Yeah, no. They, they're the the Earhart Club. Yeah, or like the Riverbend Girls. The Riverbend Girls, yeah. I was kind of talking about. Is that what you mean? No, you know Mallory, the main Riverbend girl? Yeah, she's cool. I like her. Um, She, like, if you paid close attention to this book, which I hope you did, she references like her old life before she came to Riverbend. Okay. In the chapter two, she talks about it. So it's like Stacy being from New York. <laughs> so you know who Stacy is. Uh, wait. <laughs> I guess I kind of <laughs> you gave away the <laughs> so <that> game entire... <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Baby Nation, we got a we got a whole new set of girls. Here's a here's a thing that I'd like to talk to you about, Tanner. We got a whole new set of girls: Alexis, Smee, Sarah, Pam, the prefect, Pam, and there's the the Edgewood boys Jen lurking in the fucking distance Ooh, too. And the Edgeworth boys. Ooh, what are they up to? We got a new set of girls this week, and you know what? I'm going to say, and I'm just going to put it out there: they're so much better than the fucking We Heart Kids Club. Sorry. I'm trying to figure out who wrote the Friends Forever books because if Sweet Pete with his sweet feet penned any of these books, Jack, uh-huh. they are automatically a must-read and we must read them. Don't you do you agree yes or no? No. You're you're frustrating to deal with sometimes. Tanner, I think there's a chance, Jack, uh-huh. that all of the Babysitters Club Friends Forever books were exclusively written by Anne Matthews Martin okay well that's that's interesting to me that's notable that's interesting to me don't you think yeah let's read those not agreeing to anything right now I'm trying to make conversation I don't with die. you Jack I'm too young to die <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to die either I don't either so let's put it off for another 10 12 books you know what we could read 13 Su- books super specials they have these books Okay, this is going to blow your mind. Hey, Jack, I'd rather die than read a super special. This is going to blow your mind. They have these books that are like Babysitter's Club books, but they're twice as long and twice as boring. (laughs) I'd rather die. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Baby Nation. That's mean. I know you guys all love them. (laughs) We didn't like the two or three that we read that much. But yeah. maybe they get better. We maybe get, they get better. Baby we'll, Nation loves them. We'll have a crack. At, there's one where they get lost on an island. That sounds pretty interesting. That sounds cool. I want I to see Quint is that. there, I think. Uh, I want to meet Quint. There are a few things. Uh, fucking Dawn has a new baby sister. Where'd that come from? You know? Oh, yeah. That All was right, Jack. Let's read this. Let's talk about this book. Okay, let's talk about how I was already fucking saying something to you. Do you want to do your recap? No, I want to fucking... Whoa, look who's not doing the recap this week, Baby Nation. Whoop, 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 whoop. Okay, fine. Call the police. Guess what? We haven't introduced the show yet. Hi, hi, and welcome to the Babysitters Club Club. Club. I'm Jack Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. Okay, this week. And this is a podcast where we read the classic novels in the Great Sitters Cycle by The Hand That Shakes. She is the Princess of the Prince of Town, St. Annabelle, Matthews, Martin, Stormborn, Soul Skinner, Mother of Clocks, and Bane to Bats, the first of her name, the last of her kind, and the last hope for humankind. This week, Baby Nation, we are going to be discussing a novel entitled, The All-New Mallory Pike. Uh, It's about Mallory and the gals. Yeah, the Riverbend Girls. Alexis, Smee, Sarah, Jen... Pam. Pam. Jen. Pam. Jen, too. Jen, killing it. They're all there. They're all there. All the girls we've come to know and love. Um, What's Smee's real name? Smita Narula. Smita, yeah. Uh, she seems great. Um, She's cool. And as I Sarah's was, cool. Sarah's s- my new favorite. Gotta get this thought out, and I gotta get your reactions to it Jack. on the fucking ground, Tanner. Really want to hear what you have to say about this. They're if better had- than the We Heart Kids Club. Are they not? Better, vastly now, better. who's that? Who's Wee Heart Kids Club? Dawn, Dong, Dawn, Dawn I don't Schaefer. Know. I don't know what you're saying. Marianne's half sister. I don't know her. Dawn. Mm, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. She All I know t- is the Riverbend Gals. Okay, fine. Smee, Sarah, Alexis. Yeah, <laughs> Jack. If you. Yeah. Now let's play a game. <laughs> okay. If you had to say who I was, and out of the Riverbend Gals, out of the Riverbend Gals, who would you say? Okay. Let's think about it. You got Alexis DeCamp. She's got that dinosaur energy. Alexis DeCamp's a little twisted. She's twisted. Yeah. She's got a twisted way of looking at the world. Yeah. You got Smee. Narula. She's fucking nice as hell. She's a new girl in town as well. She's got... Very cool. Uh, She's got a much more positive vibe. Everyone uh, calls her Smee. Everyone calls her Smee. She's got a good attitude. Yeah, like the Peter Pan character. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's right. And Very it's fun. Deliberate. It's fun. And then you got Sarah Bernhardt, named after She's got the a famous f- actress. Flair for the dramatic. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, that's who I think you are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's who I was hoping you'd say. She's got a flair for the dramatic. They go. All of the dorm rooms in uh, Riverbend are named after famous women. Strong women. Strong women. And uh, the drama club is named, uh, who is Catherine it? Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn. And Sarah Bernhardt says, one day it'll be named after me. Yeah. And Mallory, I love it. Mallory's I love like, Sarah Bernhardt. I kind of believe it. Yeah. So uh, I gave you a pretty good compliment by picking Sarah Bernhardt. Alexis. Fuck you. So do you want to do your <laughs> recap? Do you want to just leave that there? Do you want to Leave what? Where? You just called me Alexis. Oh, I, the- I got that dinosaur energy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you have dinosaur energy. Okay, and it's unfair. Let me let me amend what I said. Mm-hmm. You are pre freak out, Alexis. Excuse me. Alexis has a freak out in this yeah. book. She snaps and has a freak out. Full freak out. Yeah. You were pre freak out, Alexis. Okay. It's like here are the kind rules. of like needling, mm-hmm. irritating, fussy. We got to do it this way. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's that's who you remind me of. Okay. Well. I guess Jen? point of order is that... Maybe Jen? Alexis, we've been lumping Alexis in with these Riverbend girls, but she's actually not friends with any of them. That's they true. hate she her. She is a Riverbend girl. Though. Um, I think you're a Jen. I You think I'm a Jen. Okay, fine. She's like around, but like... Who? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's going to be... This is actually... This may be really fucking sad for... That for the first time, I got really sad that these books are ending. Like it's starting to hit home because I was like, "Oh man, I can't wait to see the continuing adventures of like Mallory and the Jen." The Riverbend Girls. It ends yeah. with it ends with like Mallory and Jen. We'll get to the recap. They, move but in it, they like move in together, and it's super exciting. And like they have like this real rapport. And I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to see what happens next on their journey." I am invested and interested in the Riverbend Gals. It seems yeah. like a very fun crew. I like Smee. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I think you're just Smee. That's cool. I'll take that. She's nice. She's yeah. friendly. She's a good friend. Yeah. She's there for you when you need her. Yeah. Always got a smile on her face. Smart. Positive attitude. Smart. Yeah. Maybe I'm a Mallory. I wouldn't put that on you (laughs) i loved mallory in this book mal is a whole new mallory she's a whole new mallory she's an all she's an all new mallory yeah she's (laughs) fucking great in this book she's so much fun she just needed to get out from under the yoke of the fucking bsc man yeah she's great stony brook i think it was more stony brook pushing her down yeah um well how about i describe this book then we'll have you describe it 60 seconds big bad clock okay um i'm just gonna take a run at describing it i'll begin now Having left her friends and family in Stony Brook to escape the creeping evil that almost destroyed her life, Mallory Pike has ended up at the mysterious Riverbend Academy for Clever Girls, tucked away in the quiet hills of rural Massachusetts. Her Stony Brook life now a distant memory, Mallory throws herself into her studies and surrounds herself with new friends who share her outlook and, more importantly, her abilities. Unaware at first that even here, In this peaceful community of young women devoted to light and life and industry and evil lurks. Confronted with an unexpected darkness, the old Mallory Pike would have turned tail and fled. But this Mallory Pike is different. This Mallory Pike is changed. This Mallory Pike is finally ready to take a stand. The all new Mallory Pike. Welcome I, back. Yeah, no, I I hate to correct you, obviously. Yeah. I don't feel good correcting something you... But I think you said Mallory was moving to rural Massachusetts... Massach- what'd you say? I said Massachusetts, I think. Yeah, no, that's not... According to... So, let's see here. Claire Park says she's moving to Chassamussets. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Her and mommy and daddy. Okay, Chassa they are all moving to Chassa Musets together. Okay, and I said, "You said rural. Would you say Bapa? I said Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. No, that's nothing. That's nonsense. <laughs> okay, they're it's, going to live in Chassa together. Okay, Chassa Yeah, that's what yeah. Claire Pike. And that's says. your that's your go kind of go to person. Claire for, Pike, a yeah. uh, four year old girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay Wisdom but A mm-hmm. lot uh, A lot of young kids have a lot of wisdom Yeah that is true You know Yeah <laughs> Mallory man Mallory Mallory uh, The all new Mallory Yeah Baby Nation Jack and I have not been That's not We've been fairly generous with Mallory in the past Yeah Sometimes Mallory books can be Mallory's a bit of a I think there was a time when you called her a Whiny baby Snooze She's a snooze She can be a whiny baby Yeah She her books are a little difficult sometimes. But I like it when she rises up. Yeah, it's a whole new Mallory this week. Mallory, you've got there's Mallory Ascendant and Mallory descendant. Mallory Mallory descendant is is kind of tough to deal with. She kind of becomes a ghost. She gets she gets super mopey. She spends a lot of time in her room. But Mallory Ascendant is is luminescent. This is beyond Mallory Ascendant, though. This is like Mallory the st- The star of Mallory rocketing towards Earth on a collision path. Mallory resplendent, ooh, ooh, shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. I didn't ask you to sing it. I was well, casually referencing it. Shine, shine bright we like a diamond. Beautiful diamonds. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. That's what she does this week. She's fucking killing it. She runs into. A trial in her first week at this new boarding school, yep. so profound that Mallory's of old would have crumbled. They would have crumbled. They'd be getting on that pi- pine email. Yeah, oh, Mallory Pike at wait, Pine Pine. That's a that's like over your head. Some some <laughs> of the old uh, the olds in Baby Nation who are my age are going to be like, oh yeah, Pine. She's on her her gopher. Yeah. Alt net Yeah. Alt-net. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mallory at riverbend.edu. They do so Alan Miles does some emails this week. Instead yeah. of instead Alan of the- Miles does emails. Oh, by the way, Jack. Yeah. Look at me. Okay, he's smiling. It's, okay, he's smiling. It's, for what distance? What from what distance are you smiling? Nearby. Yeah. No. How far away am I from you right now? Miles. Miles away. Smiles for miles. Is that it? yeah that's what you're doing this week yeah have smiles for miles smiles for miles and no frowns for downs Mm-mm. no a eh. eh. little bit a little bit little you know bit. what you know what alexis miles, is kind of a tragedy but well and it's also like they hint that alexis has like some fucking shit going on yeah. i think alexis might be like i think She's there might be trouble i think there's some family going shit going on with alexis, alexis. yeah yeah that's what Ella Miles does. It's not just smile you can't have one without the other right You can't have smiles for miles without frowns for downs. Yeah. Elle Miles tones down the frowns for downs in this one, but she hints at it when she got on her fucking ship and yeah. sailed into the fucking ocean, she brought back Alexis and then she brought back this fucking story um, which that's you're gonna, story. you're gonna give us uh, what I like to call a precy of right now huh? The precy Tracy Precy Tracy you It's a short description. Say short description. <laughs> <pretentious. laughs> add a little color. I'm going to put 60 seconds on this big bad clock that I happen to have handy. During those 60 seconds, I would like for you to describe everything that happens in this scintillating novel by Anna Martin and Ellen Miles. Are you ready? I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to begin now. Okay. Mal leaves a town. God, what was it called? Don't get hung up on it. It's in Connecticut. Mal leaves a town yeah and she leaves uh, behind some friends i think yeah and a family unimportant unimportant anyway she moves to massachusetts mm-hmm. and chassa to, Ber- to a school a private academy a boarding school called riverbend riverbend academy mm-hmm. it's an all-girls boarding school she's in the sixth grade she's she's one of two sixth graders starting that semester along with smita uh they she's staying in a dorm with a girl called alexis alexis is a tyrant monster who insists on being very pushy and has a lot of rules she gets in a bunch of fights with alexis alexis reads her journal and borrows her stuff without asking eventually she escalates it and her and alexis move out together and she moves in with alexis's old roommate called jen and time yeah, I think you got the broad strokes of it. There's a lot. This is the, this is, there's a lot that happens. That's, that's the very, very top level. Yeah. There's a lot of complex and emotional beats in this book, and I didn't give them... I didn't do them service. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully we can illuminate some of that in our discussion. This is a novel that is about Alexis De Camp. Okay. And it follows that you didn't get into Alexis as much as you could have in your description, because... We would need volumes upon volumes. Did you ever have roommates? Uh yeah. Did you ever have a, like a a roommate you shared a, a bedroom with? Uh-huh. In school. College, yeah. Gregor. I went to school Is in Scotland. Cool? Yeah, he was cool. We both liked REM. We didn't have much to say to each other. That's cool. Yeah. I had a roommate my freshman year, his name was Gus. Okay. He was a Quaker. Okay. We both we played a lot of Halo. That seems great. Together. Uh Yeah, I think I brought, I had a better friend at school, my friend Jan, and I know Jan. Yeah, and he's lived in a dorm that was like way far from campus, and so every night for the entirety of freshman year, Jan slept on the floor in between my bed and Gregor's bed, (laughs) and in (laughs) retrospect, that probably fucking sucked for Gregor. sucked for Gregor. (laughs) (laughs) Gregor He got two fucking roommates. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, in retrospect, I maybe could have respected his privacy better, but. Anyway, that's my. Did you guys play a lot of Halo together? Or? No, oh. no, I did a lot of studying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tanner, let's talk about Alexis. We're trying to talk about Alexis here. Cool. <laughs> are
1: God you not ex- if you're listening?
0: I I don't know, man. What are you up to? You what? You got some regrets or something? No, I like the dude. We're friends. but okay. like, We haven't caught. We haven't kept in touch. And this is this is what you, when in you touch with to Gregor? Do it. No, Gregor, if you're listening, yeah. What are you up to, man? I think he's like a Scottish Jack MP. misses at the you. I wish him the very fucking best. He's a great guy. This is what happens to your friends when you forget, Jack. You just sort of abandon them? You move away from them and you forget about them and you abandon them? Eventually, yes. Okay. Tanner, don't you want to talk about Alexis? I don't want to talk about Gregor. It's not all my friends. Okay. <laughs> are are mal and alexis still close do you think so you're saying gregor was an alexis no (laughs) yes in the sense am i an alexis (laughs) you're not an alexis you're more of like a of a smee to me oh that's nice yeah (laughs) would i please talk about alexis yeah at first i thought she was cool um she does seem really cool at first she's yeah. got like all these rock star posters she wears like chucks here's what here's a here's an early alexis here's pre-freak out alexis that i thought was fucking cool and i'm keeping an eye out for this shit because i'm trying to teach my son cyril to be cool at the moment good luck bud um i keep telling can't, him can't polish a turd that the way to do it <laughs> the, the way to do it is to act <laughs> like you don't give a shit <laughs> oh you wanna, just called your, you your son walk a turd <laughs> I meant to call you a turd. My wife listens to this. <laughs> I meant to say, like, how can you, someone so uncool, <laughs> teach someone to be cool? <laughs> but it came out me calling your son a turd. Well, here's the thing, though. He's not... He, I, I like him a, a lot. He's go, He's a good guy. I'm a fan. But he's not that cool yet. What I meant is a turd can't polish a diamond. That's what you meant? Yeah. That's not an expression. I, it's a new expression that people are saying. Okay, and wait, who's I'm the diamond in this? No, Cyril's the diamond. Okay, and I'm the turd. <laughs> yeah, but I have the, I have this knowledge that he doesn't have, which is you just gotta act like you don't give a shit. Like if someone takes your that fucking, that is cool. No, I like, yeah, that's that the thing. is cool. No, and I keep telling him this shit. Like if you're fucking, um, you drop your let's. You're having lunch and you drop your sippy cup. What's the what's the cool response? this is a test Uh, for you now 100 percent dismissal didn't even need that i didn't even need it i was i was done with the sippy cup totally uninterested in that sippy cup um can i get a can i get a beer yeah (laughs) that's cool that's cool okay all right what about this you're over at your friend's house and you shit your pants and the nanny wants to change it what's the what's the response uh, laugh it off in the letter Yeah <laughs> Exactly Exactly It's like yeah alright you right, want to If you want to <laughs> That's the way to do I it I don't care <laughs> I don't fucking give a shit Maybe I should be raising your son Yeah No well you get it I'm t- I am know this shit too Yeah We're getting there We're You're getting were there get, Yeah Yeah But here So here's <laughs> Here's what Alexis says that, re- that reminded me of what I'm trying to teach my boy So both Smee and Sarah invite Mallory on the first day of Riverbend to Uh go on a picnic. And she's super excited about it. And she's like, oh, I'd love to. I said. I was flattered. After all, both Smita and Sarah had other friends at Riverbend. They didn't have to include me. It felt great to be welcomed. Um, Alexis, are you coming? I asked. Feeling a little awkward. I'm not hungry. She said flatly. Oh, Okay. See you at assembly, then? <laughs> Wouldn't miss it for the world. Alexis yawned, as if to show how much the idea bored her. Cool. Now that is fucking cool. Very cool. That Assemblies is- are boring. Yes! Yes! Only nerds like assemblies. Well, and it's cool to sarcastically pretend that you, like, are super excited about oh. it. <laughs> but you're not. She had so much potential. So much potential. At the beginning of this book. Oh, my God. I was She like, seems so it, cool. Yeah. And the the walls are covered in Rockstar posters. Oh, yeah. She's got Rockstar posters all over it's the world. probably wall. like Scott. I want to say Stat, but I know that's not right. From Creed? Yeah. What's the guy, R.E.M. guy called? Michael Stipe. Fuck you for confusing those two. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. So she's got a poster of Michael Scott. No no no. Did you Fuck say Michael you. Scott? Fuck you. You that's outrageous. That is outrageous. <laughs> she's got a picture poster of Michael Scott and yeah. Scott Stipe and Come on. It's, Richard. It's ninety nine. What's the guy's name? It's ninety nine, so she if she has Michael Stipe on the wall, that's like very that's cool. It's very cool. I probably had a Michael Stipe poster on my wall in 99, yeah. but people were like, oh, are they still together? And I was like, yeah, Up just came out. <laughs> 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 I've got it here. Do you want to listen to it? <laughs> yeah, Reveal, man, is on the way. I could it's, burn you a copy. Yeah. Fucking At My Most Beautiful, that famous REM song, Imitation of Life. 99. I 99. I was 15. 99 was Reveal, I think. I was definitely listening to, like, The Offspring. Yeah. See, that's not cool. And, like, Goldfinger. Mm -mm. Yeah. So, but Alexis is on some cool shit. She's got some rock stars. Uh, She's got her hair slicked back. And she says cool shit. Um, She says cool shit, yeah. Then she reads Mallory's journal. She's a rule. She's a stickler for rules. Yeah, that's not cool. Oh, Jack, also. Yeah. Listen to this. Yeah. Alexis DeCamp. My first impression? She was intimidating. She looked very mature, very sure of herself. Her blonde hair was cut short and spiked with gel. I didn't know a single sixth grader back at Stony Brook with the guts to pull off this kind of look. She wore a black sweater, a short black skirt, and black high tops. No wishy-washy navy blue for this girl. Her jewelry? Well, I bet you can guess she wasn't wearing unicorn earrings or smiley face rings. Mm-hmm. No, she wore tiny black metal hoops, three in one ear and two in the other. Three in one ear and two in the other. That and as we know, Baby is, Nation, in the economy of holes, that is such a fucking power move. Yeah. New baby bees, what are you doing? We're five books from the end, but... I will explain to you that in the sitter cycle, in the sitterverse, power is displayed by how many holes you have in your ears. Well, Uh, ears is subjective. Okay. How many many holes holes you have have in your face, apart from the ones that God gave you? And, Uh, okay. In your face is debatable, because what if you have like a cool belly button ring or something? Okay, fine. How many holes you have filled with rings? Man-made holes you have. Yes. How many man-made holes do you have? And Alexis is coming out pretty strong, guns blazing here, with three in one ear, two in the other. And guess what she does later, post-freakout? She fucking steals Mallory's earrings. Oh, yeah. I didn't think you'd mind. She takes Mallory's fucking earrings, her fucking horse earrings. Horseshoe. Horseshoe earrings? Because, of course. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, "Oh hey, Mallory, I forgot to uh, forgot to mention I took your earrings I knew, I didn't and she points them downward, so all the yeah. luck trains out. Uh, it's fucking powerful. Yeah. that is a power move. I love that that's an extreme power move she's she starts very cool. she starts very cool. things go off the rails. Um, I guess we should talk about the ways in which things go off the rails, uh, but first, I think we should take a break. okay. okay. do you want to say goodbye? Did you hit pause? He hit pause. He hit pause. I Okay, bye. Fuck. Tanner, we have talked about Alexis, the person, Alexis, the character, Alexis, the roommate of Mallory. I make no apologies for that. She is the central figure in this book, apart from Mallory Pike herself. But we have not talked about, Tanner, mm. Alexis, the symbol alexis the symbol we've talked about who alexis is but we haven't talked about what alexis is and i want to dive into that a little bit amazon's ai robot home (laughs) assistant i love that you said that as you were like loudly (laughs) (laughs) opening a a beer uh no that's alexa And I just probably triggered like a thousand Alexas. Hey, Alexa. No, don't do that. Please don't do that to people. Turn up podcast. It happens to me, and I don't love it. Hey, Alexa, turn up podcast to a thousand. (laughs) No, fuck you. Alexa, repeat podcast. (laughs) No, that's not good. That's good. No, this helps us get ratings. It'll help our download count. (laughs) Alexa, download podcast ten more times. (laughs) No, stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Hey, Siri. No. (laughs) Download podcast. Oh, my Siri activated. (laughs) Good. That's what you fucking get, you fucking asshole. Massive apologies to anybody who got fucked over by that. I hope you cut it out. Um, (laughs) Alexis the symbol. We haven't talked about what she is. So she does this thing to Mallory. We've talked about pre-freakout Alexis, but we haven't talked about what the freakout is. At some point... Uh, Mallory has a talk with her where she's like hey things aren't going well you're setting these weird fucking rules for how our room is supposed to be apportioned and you haven't consulted me on it then you're super fucking weird and shitty to my friends and then Mallory's like you know what like and Alexa's is super defensive in the conversation then Mallory decides that the best thing to do is just ignore her and while she's ignoring her she gets a care package from the BSC right. It's beautiful. beautiful cookies and cookies photos. From Claudia, photos. Marianne sent like one of these like those like fucking hang in there. Yeah, posters with a cat. Marianne is. Uh, let's be honest. Despite the makeover, somewhat basic in her taste. I'm not sure if this is where you're headed, but isn't it weird that Mallory was weirdly prescient about this? In what way? In the first chapter she has all these weird like fantasy daydreams and one of the fantasy daydreams she has is about the BSC sending her a care package and Claudia insists on including junk food and like like Marianne insists on like putting in like fuck I forgot about sweet emotional things. Fuck, I forgot about that. I just wrote down for that. So this book begins and this is very Ellen Miles. This book begins with like Mallory's Mallory has like like, a sequence of like astral projection. Yeah, the the first two chapters are Mallory imagining Stony Brook without her, right? And then it fucking comes true. And then it comes true. I hadn't put that together, but yeah, she imagines them sending her this care package, and then it happens. And the right. care package is a trigger for the freakout. Yeah, uh, Alexis. As soon as Mallory's left the room, Alexis opens the care package, eats all the candies, like draws like devil horns on her friend's portraits. Weird. It's so fucked up. I think, Tanner, that Alexis is a symbol. Okay. Alexa, add Tanner Greenring to contacts. No. Alexa, text no, Tanner Greenring. It. I people, love you. People who have Alexa Send. are going to fucking hate that. They're going to deeply hate it. Do you have Alexa? It'd be nice for me, though. No, it sucks. I'm about to get a million text messages to say I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis is a symbol for the old Mallory. This book is called The All-New Mallory Pike. It's a phrase that never occurs. I don't think the old Mallory was anywhere near as cool as Alexis. No, no, no. I'm not saying that she is like old Mallory, but she is the part of Mallory that fears change, that fears newness. It's the darkness that lurks within Mallory, that wanted to stay in Stony Brook, that didn't want to take this opportunity. Okay, Okay. She's sabotaging the all-new Mallory because she fears that change. She is Anne's anger at the fact that Mallory got away. She draws devil horns on the BSC. She's The triggering event for her is the portrait of the BSC. That's what sets her off, finally. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I will add to this— The last line of Anne's happy reading chilled me to the very bone. Here's what she says in the last, very last words of this book. Mallory's solution to her problems might not work for everyone, but it was the best choice for her. Happy reading. The solution being to fucking leave Stony Brook, move away and undergo a dark ritual Yes, in which you purge all the darkness from yourself. Yes, and birth it. Yes, as a new being. Yes, who is the anti-you? And let me add one final piece to this puzzle, Tanner. Alexis is from the Greek word Alexo, which Alexa, means, <laughs> which means the defender, the helper. To Anne, who named this character. Alexis is the defender. She is defending the old Mallory. She's defending the stay in Stony Brook Mallory. The stick it out. Who cares if people call you spaz girl? We're trapped in the snow globe. We're going to live. Who cares if forever. your family walks all over you? Yeah. Who cares if you're you're just one of eight? And yeah. And and one of seven. There's and- nowhere that she can just be Mallory. Right? She's either one of eight pie kids and one of seven babysitters. She's never just. Now she can be the all new Mallory. But Anne fucking hates it. She named this character, this destructive force, the one bad thing that exists inside this idyllic fucking paradise where Mallory has ended up Anne chose to name that thing the Defender. Alexis, Alexo, the helper, the defender. She is defending the old ways, and Mallory had the strength to break out of it. And I, for one, would like to congratulate her. Congratulations, beautiful. Mallory. Congratulations, yeah. Mallory. Yeah. It shouldn't be called all new Mallory. It should be called all one Mallory. Oh, yeah. Good. That's great. Yeah. You the unified Mallory. It's like the w- unified Mallory. Mallory united. Yeah. <laughs> Jack. Yeah. Do you think along those lines Mm -hmm. that it's slightly suspicious? And we're dipping into Amber Theory here and Baby Bees. I will not explain to you why we call you Baby Bees. Mm -hmm. And I will not explain to you what Amber Theory is. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) do you think it's a little weird that Mallory moved to Riverbend Academy and was assigned to a dorm named after perhaps the most infamous missing person? In history, the Earhart Hall. Oh, no. A- Ellen makes no coincidences. Yeah. Mallory has disappeared, and all of the halls, as we've discussed, are named after strong. Let me women. read them to you. Sarah pointed out several other dorms. Stanton, named after the women's suffragette, Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Truth, named after the abolitionist, Sojourner Truth and Jordan, named after the politician Barbara Jordan. Then there was the art building, known as O'Keefe, after the famous painter Georgia O'Keefe, and the science building, Curie, of course, and finally the drama building, Catherine Hepburn Hall. Mm -hmm. Of all those women, all those women are accounted for. We know who they were, we know how they lived, we know how they died. Right. But Mallory was assigned to... The Amelia Earhart Hall. Yeah. The most famous missing person disappearance, person's disappearance yeah. in history. So what's your theory here? I feel like I wonder whether it's Anne and Ellen or Anne in particular throwing shade here. And I is wonder saying, if it's Anne throwing shade or oh, Anne saying that she intentionally has lost Mallory. You're gone. Anne is saying, Hey, we've got this book about you, but as far as I'm concerned. Your your attempt to flee, your brave, frankly brave attempt to flee from my carefully constructed safe world should be lauded, but right. it's going to end in disaster. As far as I'm concerned, you have disappeared. You, you are nothing to me. You are no one. You are gone. You're gone. You no longer exist. You're, you're a face on a milk. No carton. one will ever find you or see you again. As far you, as I and M. Martin, your legacy—the legacy that I and M. Martin created—will. live I can't live erase on. your legacy. I right. can't erase your legacy, and I wouldn't because I made you. Yeah, I'm proud of what I've made. Yeah, but but you, Mallory, the person, you're gone. You're gone. And this book is like the sending off. This book is the like they're they're, you know, knocking the champagne against the plane, and everybody's excited for mm-hmm. the trip. Uh-huh. And then that's that's it. That's the last. And we're that's it. Hear. Decades later. Yeah. We'll still be talking about Mallory Pike, yeah, but we still have no no idea. Uh, It's beautiful and it's sad, and while we're on a terrifying topic, Tanner, may I read to you this passage? Yeah. And hopefully get your reaction to it, because I don't know what to fucking make of it. Uh, It's in the chapter two, which I know that you tend to skip. Tend to? Do. (laughs) Skip. Maybe I should explain what the club is and how it works. It's pretty simple. We're a group of seven responsible sitters who meet three times a week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday afternoons from 5.30 until 6. During those times, parents can call to arrange for a sitter and be certain of finding someone available. I know my parents think the BSC is the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> You fucking wish, Jack. <laughs> you wish I would weigh in on this, huh? I, I see you over there. You're eager. You've got these little like puppy on. dog eyes, like, huh? Come on, you gotta give us something. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> I, I, you know what? And I what? wish too. I wish I could tell you. Come on, you, do you. I wish you I could know. tell you anything. I wish you I could know. tell you anything. Of course I know, Jack. You know. Of course I know. Yeah. So what what, give us a taste. give us a give us a teaser here okay okay yeah okay here's a little bit of a hint yeah here's a little bit of a teaser okay it's all bread wait all of it all of it is bread uh Jack yeah in our universe name the greatest thing ever the greatest thing ever I don't know, God yeah God yes sorry okay yeah. God yeah in the PSC universe name the greatest thing ever is it bread? Sliced bread? It's sliced bread. So you think it's all bread, and you think that that shit just goes some of the way down. I don't want to talk about it any more than I have to. Okay. Because it's dangerous to talk about. Yeah. But I think that, Baby Nation, there's a thing called bread theory, and the bread theory (laughs) is that it's all bread, and it's all bread all the way down. Oh, all the way down. Yep. Okay. And I have hesitated, and will continue to hesitate, discussing it in depth. Yeah. Because I think it's dangerous. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't want any of you to get hurt because I care for all of you. Do you think it's dangerous to wear the um, to buy, and wear the bread theory T-shirt that we? That's have? the only way to protect yourself. <laughs> okay, it's like um, <laughs> what's the bas bac- basilisk? The basilisk? What's that called? It's called a basilisk. Oh, Roko's basilisk. It's like oh no, no 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 no. We're not allowed to talk about Roko's basilisk. It's like Rocco's basilisk. Basilisk, baby nation. No. Backskalix. No, 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 we I actually refuse to talk about it's it. It's like Rocco's Backskalix baby nation. Look it up. Sorry. Don't. <laughs> you have to confront it, and you have to know it, and you have to be a part of it. And that's what the same with bread theory. And you have to just wear the you have to buy and wear the shirt, and you have to confront it, and you have to be part of the problem. Sorry for introducing all of you to Rocco's Back Basilisk for the love of god, at least pronounce it right. Okay, well, thank you. I would like to thank, can I, may I thank you at least for uh, giving us the information that you felt that you were able to give us on the developing theory that is bread theory? I wouldn't say it's developing, but yeah. Okay. I appreciate. You have a fucking shirt about it. I don't think it's developing. Okay, well. Confirmed. No, it's a confirmed, I agree that it's a confirmed theory, but I feel like there's a lot about it that we don't know yet. While we're talking about chapter two, is going to bring something up. Please. I did actually read this week. (laughs) they're all reminiscing about all the good things mallory did Mm -hmm. for the bsc and for all their sitters did you miss you did read the chapter two but you missed the bread theory stuff just because like in the background of your mind you all you hear is bread 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 no no no. and so when you see it it doesn't it just like doesn't register for you i caught it but i think it's too dangerous dangerous to bring up okay all right so i fucked up you fucked up yeah okay This is like Rocco's Baxcalix. Basilisk. Just say basilisk. You helped the Delaney's, Stacy pointed out. Hmm. You know, back when your dad, she stopped. Sorry. (sighs) That's okay. I, Mallory, said. It wasn't a great time in my life, but now it's over. (laughs) Wow. So Ellen Ellen was brave enough to mention the fucking Delaney's. But she didn't give us anything. But then anything. she got warned off of it. Yeah. She was like, now I got to immediately back away from this. She's made the mystery even more enticing. Because now ah. we know that they've acknowledged that the Delaney's are gone. It wasn't a great time in Stacy's life. It wasn't a great time. And it had something to do with John Pike. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. The plot fucking thickens with the Delaney's. Thank right? you, Ellen, for smuggling that message to us. Because Anne has fucking Banned any mention. You know, back when your dad. <gasps> sorry, sorry. Wow. So it has something to do with what John did, Pike. What did John Pike do to the Delaney's? Here's and Mal tried to help. I, I'm not saying that I'm blinded by John Pike's handsomeness in any way. Uh-huh. But I want to take off the table the possibility that John Pike did anything untoward because someone that. Good looking and frankly phone yeah wouldn't do a bad thing oh no, attractive people never do bad things well not like John Pike that level attractive people they've been interested. attractive people never Take that's, advantage of their looks... That's not the claim that I'm to making. ...to do bad things. That's not the claim that I'm making. I'm is what saying, Jack Shepard is saying. No, that's not the claim that I'm making. I'm saying, John Pike, Baby Nation, here. do this for yourself. Go look at a picture of John Pike, and then tell me whose fucking side you're on. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm on John Pike's side. Yeah. I think you will be, too. E- yeah. I guess I am, too. Yeah. I'm worried Yeah, about the Delaney's, and I don't know what happened to them, and I wish I had more information. Yeah. But... I am unwilling and unable to blame John Pike in this. Yeah. Because hashtag swoon. Hashtag swoon. Let's just be honest. Um, I, I have a quick question. Okay. I was wondering if this week you had... Uh... <gasps> Miles what? moment. What? Miles moment. A Miles moment. A Miles moment. It's the point in this book that you realize it could not have been (laughs) written by anyone other than anyone other than Ellen Miles for Miles, Ellen Miles. I didn't know. Oh yeah, I did. You did have one. Yeah. Okay. That's surprising. (laughs) Frankly, (laughs) it was the emails. Okay. I just wrote down. Oh, the emails. I wrote down emails. Ellen Miles is such a fucking rebel. Yeah. Like every fucking other, every single Babysitter's Club book prior to this one starts every chapter with every a other note chapter. from the, every other chapter with a fucking note from the Babysitter's Club record book. And L. Right. Miles was just like. But now that the Babysitter's Club record book has gone digital. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because they need to keep Mal looped in. But that's the so shit that's the kind of her. fucking shit that Ella Miles does. Ella Miles is the only ghost writer who can go to the Leviathan and be like, I'm gonna introduce ten new characters. And also, instead of the record book, it's emails. We're taking this digital. And the Leviathan is like, oh, okay. The, yeah. Miles is the only person that he's scared of. A single a single black pearl rolls out of the darkness into the light. Yeah. And she like looks down at it and all of a sudden, like Another one and another one and another one. Yeah. It's like fifty black pearls. And she's like and it's the Leviathan sweating. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's a fucking afraid of her. She hears a screech in the darkness (laughs) in the middle distance. (laughs) Yeah. So that was that was my the one thing I wrote down. I didn't realize that we're doing a segment otherwise I would have prepared. But that was that was I wrote that in my notes. It's like only miles, only miles would be like, we're gonna change the paradigm. My impression of Ellen Miles is that she's a beautiful and gifted writer who is particularly talented at writing conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great way of describing her. And here's my Miles moment. Okay. The evening started with my parents practically running out the door as soon as Abby and Claudia arrived. They were headed to the movies, Abby wrote, in an email, I will mention. Yep. And I don't think they were late. But they looked as if they couldn't wait to leave the house. <laughs> when they saw the state my siblings were in, Abby and Claudia agreed that they couldn't blame my parents for bolting out of there. Nikki and Adam were in the kitchen, squabbling. Vanessa and Margot were in the living room, quarreling. Jordan and Claire were on the second floor landing, having words. Good. Very and good. Byron was sulking by himself in the rec room. What a beautiful description! I can just picture it. Yeah, it's like a diorama. Yeah, it's like a Hieronymus Bosch painting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can picture all these just like conical identical children, just yeah. like flailing at one another <laughs> oh that's the b-plot by the way oh yeah it's the room wars vanessa pike has a single room now after mal left and it turns into a room war yeah. among the pike children yeah it reminded me of that full house where um dj wanted to get her own room but uh in this case Mallory- do you know what my name would be if i ever became a dj is it dj tanner yeah Oh, it works for you actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you get it yeah no i get it for you i was like yeah, yeah i've thought of dj tanner as a cool <laughs> dj name before but actually for you it really has a double meaning it is cool yeah but yeah i don't know why i brought that up i don't know why it reminded me of that full house but it did but yeah mallory vacates a room right and all hell breaks loose and this isn't and i'm gonna absolve ellen miles most of, hell breaks loose yeah there's one oh Byron there's the, there's a the Switzerland of this and then it's conflict. Byron and it's interesting it's one of the triplets he differentiates yeah. himself miles her sensitivity is such that every other ghostwriter and I would include sweeter sweeter Peter Lauren sweeter in this. Peter yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would include sweeter Peter Laurenis in this every other ghostwriter no matter their talents treat the Pike triplets as one yeah but miles her sensitivity her ability to see past the superficial layers of someone's personality, right. see the nuance, see the little things to see basically to see into someone's soul. It's so strong that for the first time ever in this series, Byron is differentiated from yeah, the other the Pike he's triplets. He's indifferent to being a triplet. Yeah. And he's fond of Nikki Pike. Right. And the resolution— their younger brother. The resolution of the room war, which blew my fucking mind, is that Byron consents to share a room with Nikki. Oh, and Vanessa, who has a single room now— Right. —is lonely. Yeah. And prefers to be in company. Right. So the the way it breaks down at the very end of this book, Baby Nation, is Vanessa decides to move in with her two younger sisters, Margot and Claire. So the three of them take the big room, which is where the triplets were living. Mm-hmm. Nikki and Byron move in together in the girls' former room, and Jordan and Adam move in together in Vanessa and Mal's former room. Right. And everyone is satisfied, and everyone is happy. Yeah. It's beautiful. It just works. Ring, ring. It's as if everyone is better off without Mallory. Ring, ring. Do you hear something, Jack? I don't hear anything. Ring, ring. I think Mallory has died and ascended to heaven. Excuse me? I said I think Mallory has died and ascended to heaven, like Dawn, and then everyone has moved on. Okay, and everyone has started a new life without her. Well, ring, so th- excuse me. Did you hear that? What was that? I don't know. Is it coming from your mic? Because I did hear earlier it sounded like a ringing. You heard a ringing? Yeah. Okay. Let me ring, know. ring. Should I check my? I've got my desk phone. Here. Well, no, but you were saying something really interesting. It sounds like Mallory has di- has <clears throat> died. Hello. <clears throat> Hello, sorry, who, sorry. Who is this? I'm calling you, right? So <laughs> most people, you know who I am. You are calling me, yeah. So most people who call someone else say who they are. Okay, fine. Well, why I you say, say hello. You say hi. This is no. You would say hello. This is, and then you would no. say who you are. No, you called me. <laughs> you know who I am. Well, don't you, you, you recognize my voice? We work together, Mark. Goliath. Yes, of course it's Goliath Hardbody, your boss at Goliath Industries. My goodness, then I expect you to treat me with a little bit more respect, Mark. I work for my company, you. Goliath Industries. Okay, yep, happy uh, in my job. What? Can I ask you a question? Actually, do those guys, Dave and uh, Rich? Yeah, I've did put put them out of my mind because they haven't come to work in a while. They work for you, too? Yeah. We're sure about that. Yeah. If someone were to go back and check the lore, that's the case. They might find that you're rich and it's Mark and Dave that are gone. (laughs) (laughs) But why would anyone do that? (laughs) It's it's absurd to me. Yeah. That your names are Mark Markson, Rich Richson, and Dave Davison. If it is me (laughs) who is gone, let's just assume that we the deep voice boys <laughs> mixed up our own names and that the host of a beloved podcast didn't fuck up somehow yeah well listen Mark. anyway i'm here on the material plane good and that's what's important to me i don't need to know where your friends and roommates went but let them know that we don't look kindly on people not showing up to work to work okay at Goliath Industries. Well, if I ever see them again, I'll let them know, sir. Does there a reason you call me other yeah. than to insult the memory of my <laughs> beloved roommates and <laughs> lovers? Best friends, best friends. <laughs> There's a lot of speculation <laughs> around the water cooler, huh? But no, no, no. I'm sorry to call you so late. You weren't doing anything. Oh, it's were you? late. Yeah. In this, I just—it's could- late. I couldn't wait. I know that you've been insecure in your job for some time, and I've been thinking, and i Well, I've been, I didn't... Sir? Yeah? I didn't feel that way. Oh, well, are I you would saying if I, sh- were you? I Are you saying I should feel insecure? No, I'm saying if I were you, I would feel insecure. Okay. Just with your job performance and your numbers. Yeah. I would. Well, I guess I do now. Yeah. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I wanted to make a gesture. Okay. Uh, for you. Well, that's nice. You're looking uh, so, out for me. Just to let you know how, how much you've we... got my best interest in mind. Yeah. And so I was thinking we could do a, cer- a little ceremony. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. very touching, sir. Um yeah, so I I have a certificate that I had the I had the staff make up, uh which I guess we're we're on the phone, right? The staff at what? Staples? Goliath Industries? Okay. Yeah, they went to Staples. They do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh we're a pretty big conglomerate. Yeah, I thought it was mostly, I thought most <laughs> of our interests were in babysitting. Yeah. But. Oh, you have no idea. We've branched out into dog sitting recently. Okay. And we have certificate a certificate making. We have a, a snack food czar now. Listen, I, you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. You're doing, you're, you're doing a kind gesture. Yeah. You're honoring me. I'm honoring you. We've got an official certificate. I'll give it to you later. I assume we're talking on the phone and not in person. We, yep. Remember the whole ring ring? (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. You called me? Yep, yep. So I will give you the certificate later, but you'll get the picture. I'll just tell you what it says. I don't want to beat around the bush anymore. I am making you, Mark Markson, an official honorary member of Goliath Industries. Wow, sir. For life. Now... Quick question. Yeah. I am What well, could I presently finish? Yeah. Right, yeah. Sorry, carry on. I am presently an actual member of Goliath Industries. I would and I would, would go VP. as far as to call myself an employee and vice president of right. Goliath Industries. Yeah. And I now am making you an official honorary member of Goliath Industries for life. And I wanna say I wanna say a few words before you weigh in. Okay. You're always welcome at meetings, Mark. Uh, and We hope that you'll take sitting jobs when you come home for breaks. And we mean that. You are an important part of this club, of this business. And we're not ready to give you up completely. And I hope you'll enjoy uh, this certificate. And we're honored to have you as an honorary member of the, the club, of the business. So, I, as an employee... Yeah, as an employee, you took a salary. Enjoy... Mm-hmm. A lot of the privileges you just laid out, mm-hmm. sort of, I, it, it is assumed mm-hmm. that I enjoy a lot of those privileges, like coming right. to meetings, taking mm-hmm. jobs, collecting right. salary. Yeah, no, and that's why we're not ready to give you up completely. We'll always think of you as an important part of this. Club. And I guess my question is, does being an honorary member somehow conflict with being... I guess what I would just call him a member. Yeah, no, you can't be both. Okay. Do you know? Remember Dawn, Dong, Dawn, Dawn? (laughs) God, it's such a problem. I think the connection is bad. Yeah. (laughs) Remember Dawn, the young girl. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. She she was great. She's great. She's an honorary member now. She started a business out there uh, in California. We Heart Kids Club. It's a rival to us now. I'm not a fan, but uh, she's not. She can't be. To also be a member right she's not coming yeah. to meetings you know she's not taking a cut <laughs> right you know right so anyway you're always welcome at meetings drop by don't be a stranger sir yeah um what do you what so uh what do you what exactly are you saying here um look i don't like to say it i, I don't like to I, I like to say it the way i like to say it right Where i talked to the hr Talk to HR. They said, I got to say it. Making the honorary member. Yeah. Good luck. So I'm still welcome to come to work. I'd actually, salary, probably for a little while, it might be awkward, actually. If I came oh, to now, work. Yeah, and that's the salary is not... Obviously, we don't do salaries for honorary members. But we are always welcome, you know. Okay. Anyway, it is, as I mentioned, pretty late out here. And uh, I want to <laughs> yeah. wish you the best. Yeah. Um... Okay, I guess I'll see you at Monday's staff meeting. Or I prefer that you know. Well, well, we've got your stuff in a box, okay. so I I'll come get it. We'll we'll have it delivered. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, good luck, man. Uh, uh, bye. Okay. You say goodbye. Oh, oh he's gone. He seems to have begun. <laughs> Mark Markson does that too, huh? Yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, anyway, Mal's an honorary member, and I don't think it's that meaningful. They fired Mal from the club. And they, they fired Mal they from fire. the fucking club. <laughs> <laughs> While she was there, it was her last meeting, and they're like, "Oh, now you're an honorary member." Yeah, which is uh, nothing. It's nothing. And then they just moved on with club business. Yeah, and they're like let's assign high-paying babysitter roles. They're gonna find who wants this else. one, and Mal's yeah. like, oh, oh. I'll have one last one." She's like, "Oh, Claudia, you have it." Yeah, you're busy that day, Mal. Fucking stabbing me in the back. Tanner, I have a... I... Okay. Yes. ...was flying high Mm -hmm. as I left the class and walked back to Earhart. I imagined myself flying high above the ground, soaring with outstretched arms as I took off from Stony Brook and circled all over the familiar sights before I rose and flew over Connecticut, over Chassamuset's. I saw myself gliding towards a river bend and steering straight for Earhart. Then I was slipping in through the window of room 9, where Smita, Sarah, Jen, Pam, and some other familiar girls stood waiting. Jen was in front, holding a huge cake lit with bright candles. I pictured myself, floating closer, in order to read what was on the cake. Welcome, it said. Welcome, Mallory. If that is not a description of someone dying and ascending to heaven, Jack, yeah. what is? No, I agree. I'm I'm with you. I'm fully with you. That makes a ton of sense. And it's what Anne likes to do. It's what she did with Dawn. Oh, and like Dawn took that flight. Yeah, she took that flight. That was very dreamy. Basically into the sun, and then everything's kind of washed out and she feels this sense of release. Yeah, they so they killed off Mallory and Anne didn't have the fucking guts to just tell it to us to our faces. That's they, the final that by the way is the final passage. Yeah. In this book. Happy that's reading. That's the final lines. Happy reading, says Ann. Don't I guess some of us some of us make choices and that's what we have to do. Uh I guess it's best for Mallory. Mine it wasn't maybe best for everyone. It wasn't best for me, but but that's what she needed to do. Happy reading. Anyway, happy reading. I killed her. She's dead now. And she's she's in fucking dead. I hope you're happy. At least she's in heaven. Yeah. At least she's in heaven. She could have gone the other way um is that what you want is that what you want dear reader yeah dear reader you'll notice i haven't done an explanation oh sorry dear reader you want mallory to go to hell oh okay that's pretty fucking morbid dear reader yeah at least (laughs) i sent her to heaven yeah no thank you Anne. thanks Anne. we we'll take what we can get i know you're wrapping these things up um we we lost dawn we lost mallory we lost uh boo boo nobody ever fucking mentioned it the delaney's we lost the fucking Delaney's. Nobody ever fucking mentioned it. Trip man? Oh, what happened to the trip man? I don't know. At least Mallory got the fucking heaven treatment. No so, fucking mention of the trip man. Of course they describe Sharon's journey with Mr. Spear, but yeah. they, they leave out a pretty... Key player. Key player in that. The fucking trip man. Helped her to learn something about herself. Where'd he go? He took a trip. Huh? Probably I'm, to hell. That's well, why I didn't mention it. Yeah. And you gotta come on this show and you gotta put this shit right we're running out of episodes <laughs> we're running out of episodes if you don't come on soon yeah we just like we're gonna lose our chance and we're gonna have whoever writes the fucking sweet valley high books on pascal or whatever we're running out of time we'll take sweet pete we'll take sweet pete we'll take him we'll take But sweet we, pete. Want Anne. we want and we want and we need Anne. she's an introverted quiet lady and let's not pester her jack okay she deserves her privacy. Okay, fine. Well, let me ask you this in that case. Okay. Did you this week have a... <gasps> Bird of the week! Yeah, Jack, I'm not a fucking amateur. Nope, I knew you weren't. Uh, why didn't you tell me? Vanessa, who was Mal's former roommate, mm-hmm. after Mal moves out, claims the room for herself and says... This is my room now. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. This is my room now. Yep. I need peace and quiet for writing poetry. Vanessa wailed. Oh, sorry. Let me wail that. Okay. I need peace and quiet for writing poetry. Vanessa wailed. I deserve this room. She ran to her desk and grabbed a piece of cardboard. See? I already made a sign. (laughs) She showed it to Christy and Stacy. Poet at work. Knock. You silly jerk. (laughs) Oh, that's a good burn. That's a good burn, not just because it burns you, but because it really underscores its own point. Yeah. She's an artist at work. Yeah. You silly jerk. But I'm a poet at work, and let me prove it to you. Yeah, everyone is a silly jerk. You're a silly jerk. The, The fucking fact that you're approaching my room... And are planning on just walking in when I'm doing my poetry makes you a fucking jerk. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, all right. I've got one quick burn from Alexis. And it's okay. that's that dinosaur. This is that dinosaur energy. Dinosaur energy. energy. That we've been talking about. Hey, you know what you'd look great in? Alexis was back at the bureau rummaging through the drawers. She pulled out a lime green turtleneck sweater and tossed it to me. Try this on. Um, actually, I already had an outfit picked out. Thanks, though. I said, whatever, Alexis shrugged. Just thought you might want to look a little more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good person. <laughs> that's that fucking dinosaur energy. It's also coming from, like, fucking Alexis, who is cool, <laughs> but just wears, like, black on black on black. Yeah. But that's cool day. as hell. That's fucking it's awesome. It's cool, but it's that's not a- interesting. I don't know. I think she's interesting. I think she's fucking fascinating. I wish we could get to know more about this character. Good luck, bud. She lives in a single room by herself now. She was exiled. Tanner is saying we should get the fuck out of here. I would love that. Okay. Um Tanner. Jack. Before we do get the fuck out of here, I would like to thank you for bearing with me. You are welcome. Okay. You could the one thing you could do instead of saying you're welcome is it wasn't a like it wasn't a trial for me. This is a pleasure. You could say that. I don't want to lie. Okay. Do you want to just try it though anyway? just to try it? Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, Jack, Ten- no, 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 let me try. It, let me say, let me, uh, it let me. wasn't a trial for me. <laughs> no, not like that. And let me get, let me just, I just want to feel what it's like. Okay. Okay. Tanner, I want to thank you for bearing with me. Uh, <laughs> no problem, Jack. It definitely wasn't a trial. All right, that's fine. You're making, actually making it worse. Baby Nation, thank you for bearing with us. Baby Nation, please. Don't speak on my behalf. Excuse me. Don't speak on my behalf. Okay. Baby Nation, thank you for bearing with me. Baby Nation, thank you for enjoying my company tonight. (laughs) Okay. Baby Nation, please take a moment to rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and share it with a friend. And Mm -hmm. if you're feeling so inclined, Mm -hmm. buy our merch, bit.ly slash bsccmerch. Please do. This week. We read a book that was called The All New Mallory Pike. Next week, we're going to be reading a little book called Abby's Unvalentine. It sounds spooky. Dark and spooky. Tenor, this week, your skin is hanging all off your face. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have lost a little weight, I guess. Do you want to say anything about maybe wanting some more water? Oh, uh, sugar water. <laughs> <laughs> And this week I've been Jack Shepard. That's that was my thing. That was me signing off, (laughs) saying more sugar water. You can do whatever you want. No, that's fine. This week I've been Jack Shepard. Sugar water, (laughs) (laughs) baby nation. (laughs) Please do take a moment to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do, baby nation. Remember the delay. Alexa, volume up. Come on. Alexa, repeat podcast. I'm so sorry. Baby Nation, take your dream horse through that maze. Sorry, we triggered your Alexa. Claudia's wearing a bra now. The way she talks, you would think, think that, that, boys, boys we're not saying it's just together. been invented. Had just been invented. We say it separately. Un Valentine. Guess what the opposite of love is, baby nation? Indifference. <laughs> it's hate. Well, hate is like you're still you're still passionate. Yeah, you're still feeling passion for someone. It's a different kind of passion, but it's definitely still passion. You're thinking about them. They're on your mind. Or I guess an. I feel like the true opposite of love is malaise. Malaise. Indifference. Indifference. Impassionate. That's not a word. Ness. <laughs> maybe nation. Next week, we're going to be reading a little book called Abby's Un-Valentine Unclear whether they're undead. Oh, I think that's possible, right? Hundred percent undead Valentine. They're going to definitely be for. undead. Undead Valentine. Um, that's cool. Combining a now that of- is interesting because it could be a vampire, it could be a zombie, right? We don't know. It could be a ghoul. It could yeah. be a ghost. Uh, it sounds like an entity book to me oh god i wish i it's wish it's been so long since the entity. the entity has blessed us with their dark presence i don't know if you guys are still around the entity you may not be because we've talked a lot of fucking smack about you early on but we we miss you that was a hit gum podcast